Hi, everyone. My name is Sabina Reese, and I'm a freelance content writer specializing in product management and talent acquisition. I've been by Rocky's side for over a year now, and it's been such a great experience watching her journey's evolution, starting her brand, her podcast, and being, being featured in popular magazines. Today, I have the pleasure of talking to Ronky about perseverance and leadership as a woman, particularly within product management. How are you doing today, Ronky? I am great, my friend. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for including me again on Product Magic. It's always a lovely part of my day being a part of your journey. <laughs> I always learn oh. so much when I talk to you. Oh, you can me. I love I love doing this stuff with you. It's great. It's like because you know it's like you've been a part of the whole entire journey. So <laughs> like you know yeah. this is like the best bookend to it, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> you know, for sure. Nope. For the blogs, anyway. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway, but no, thank you for doing this. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Always happy to do it. All right. So as I mentioned, today I'm here to ask you some questions about the lessons you've learned throughout the years about perseverance and product leadership, specifically being a woman in the space. So shall we get started? Let's do it. All right. So let's talk about Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson. So in your blog, you've spoken at length about the significance of her confirmation hearing, which evoked your emotions and reflection. Could you speak a little bit about that and how you see yourself in her? So, um, so when I first uh, heard that <laughs> she was nominated, right? Yeah. Um, and I remember reading about her bio, and I kept thinking, this woman is such a badass. Right? <laughs> she like, is amazing. Exactly. I'm like, oh, she's American exceptionalism, right? She's black yeah. excellence. And I was so happy for her. But then there was one, so, you know, and you know the whole thing in the U.S., you get grilled for these roles. Yeah, of course. Um, you do. <laughs> so then um, there was that one day where the one, I forgot who was grilling her, but they were so mean to her that she was wiping, you know, that, you know, she was, she, she handled herself gracefully. But yeah. then one of the other Congress people, I think it was Cory Booker, when it was his turn, instead praised her for sitting through this show. And, you know, and he's just like, we got you. And she's <laughs> wiped the tears, right? She started oh, wiping the tears. Yeah. And in that moment, uh, I was transported back to an early time in my career where I worked in a toxic organization and I to cry. I mean, I couldn't cry at work. So I went to get yeah. into my car and drive somewhere <laughs> to go pick yeah. up lunch, but I would cry in the car. Yeah. The entire and, way. <laughs> exactly. And my best friend would be on the other side, um, on the other side of the phone, like, um, you know, talking to me. And that's what it brought me back to is all those times that I had to keep it together and not and hold it in and not cry and not get upset because again, it was seen mm -hmm. as weakness. Right? right. So, and I would have to go do that somewhere else. That's what it reminded me of. And it reminded me of all those conversations I had where my best friend would be on the other side of the phone going, no, you cannot quit your job. <laughs> Just, yeah. No, you can't do that. Um, <laughs> no, you cannot write a letter of resignation today. Yeah, um, chill out for a second. <laughs> just, you know, like, no, you're going to go back to work and you're just going to, you know, we'll deal with this later kind of thing. Or, yeah. or it's okay to look for a new job, whatever you want to do, but 
you have to run to something. So like my best friend and I have this thing where whenever one of us is about to make a drastic decision or Mm -hmm. a life altering decision or a defining decision, we always have to kind of stop and ask ourselves, am I running to, or am I running away? Right. Mm, So, and if I, and so it's, it's like a gut check, right? Um, right. And sometimes I would kind of look at him and go, okay, I need you here. Do you think I'm running away? And mm-hmm. he'll be honest with me and he'll go, yeah, you're running. Right. Yeah. So in those situations, right, he'd be like, you're running, Ronky. And so that was my code for, okay, you got to go back and deal with whatever you're dealing yeah. with. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's what it reminded me of. And it reminded me of the many times I've had to persevere. I have had to persevere. I've had to um, accept things that I didn't like, um, you know, in in a work context, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've had to deal with a lot of stuff <laughs> that weren't great in a toxic right. environment, but they've made me who I am today because mm-hmm. of how I dealt with them because I didn't run away from them. I ran two other opportunities and they've made me where I am today. And that's what it reminded me of, where they brought me back to those moments, those toxic environments that I was in yeah. and how I had to persevere through them, through them, just like she had to get through her confirmation hearing. Yeah. Uh, and that's what it reminded me of. So, Yeah. I mean, she did have that great advice when she was asked um, what she would tell the generation. Right. And she was said, I would tell them to persevere, which is pretty powerful. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. And she talked about how she was at Harvard and mm-hmm. she was, you know, <laughs> like the rest of us, um, she was really trying to figure her way. Right. And right. she saw another yeah. woman of color who looked at her and said, and just told her she had to persevere. And so she's passing that on. And yeah, mm-hmm. same thing. I mean, and the, especially in the product management space. Right. Um, I always tell not just my, the, my mentees, but, my students, right, that I teach, yeah. which is the first job may not work out. <laughs> the second job first, may not work yeah. out. The third one may not work out. But it's okay because you have to keep, you have to persevere. You have to get through this. Mm-hmm. You learn things from every single disappointment, from every single job that yeah. doesn't work out. Absolutely. You better one. Exactly. So um, we, you sort of have to, I always tell, you know, myself as well and my friends and my colleagues and my students you can rest you can pause but you don't give up mm-hmm. true um, yeah i think that's if, important as well exactly right i mean if if the women and the men who came before us give up we wouldn't be where we are today no right? definitely not be a exactly. lot more slow going <laughs> exactly right and they had to sometimes construct opportunities that weren't even there for us for mm-hmm. them that someone like me could be where I am today and have a blog, right? Yeah. <laughs> and have a website and all these other things and a podcast. Yeah. So you even dream of those things. Somebody else had to come along, right? Before me to kind of pave the way for these things, right? So Absolutely. it's not a, yeah. it's not a new thing, right? Hmm. So they had to persevere. So why wouldn't I persevere? You know what I mean? I have to yeah. do the same thing, just like the generation exactly. after me. So yeah. Mm-hmm. We all have to persevere and keep and keep moving. So yeah, that's true. We can't give up so easily. Unfortunately, exactly. <laughs> unfortunately, I know exactly right. 
It's too easy to yeah. want to give up though. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely easy. It's the easy way to go about things, but that's not how you get places, especially exactly. where she is. Top exactly. And career. Right. And is in, ends that gut check, right? Which is like yeah. you're running away or you're running too. So, which I, yeah. I, I really myself. like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll let him know, by the way, it's still a gut check every now and yeah. Every time I'm about to make a decision, I'm like, okay, whatever he says, no, Rocky, you're running to. I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, Thank God. I know. Cause he's like my gut check. Right. So yeah. he's like, no, you're running away from, I'm like, oh, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't want to do with this. And he's like, yeah. you're running away from the situation. So he's sort of my gut check. So yeah. whenever he's like in sync with me, like, no, we're running to something. If this is an opportunity we're running to, I'm like, yes. Running to something. This Thank is cool. God, this so. is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I've definitely had those moments in my professional life where I wanted to give up. And that moment, I mean, similar to your story about unraveling in the car and having your mentors talk you out of a rash decision, right? But oh yeah, do you like, think... no. yeah. Like sorry, you, go can't, ahead. you can't. No, just like no, you can't quit today. Today's not a quitting day. So. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's not a quitting day. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe tomorrow, but today. Maybe tomorrow. There you go. Do you think that without your village looking out for you, would you have given up without those mentors? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, oh, absolutely. Especially the ones who give me advice when I didn't ask for one. (laughs) So. You know, fair, which is, you know, those are needed. Absolutely. Exactly. I'm like, no, I really didn't ask for that advice. No, absolutely. Um, I think, by the way, this is another reason why I, um, I think I really talk a lot about cultivating allies, right? Yeah. Cultivating mentors. Um, that relationship is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had bad days, right? I've worked in toxic environments. I've had, I've had bad days, <laughs> but the yeah. people who hold my hand are my allies, right? Yeah. They hold my hand and they help me get through whatever it is that's going on. Are my allies and my mentors. And what, and even if they leave the organization that I'm working at, they, the friendship still remains, right? Yeah. They're still there for you. They're still there. You just might not right. see them every day. Exactly. Um, and the other thing I just want to mention, by the way, regarding mentors is I sort of wind up in a situation where my mentors, especially mm-hmm. the four women, I've actually reported to at some point in my career. Right. So right. the good is that they know me really well. Yeah. <laughs> the sometimes the part I don't like is they also know my weaknesses. Right. Mm-hmm. So they can kind of go, well, listen, <laughs> you know. Maybe you should, you know, maybe this is a thing. Um, they kind of have me look at myself a little bit deeper, do a deeper introspection um, because right. of that, right? Mm-hmm. Because they, you know, like I said, no, kind of know your strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Um, I don't, so I, I really think those relationships are important. Um, your relationship with your colleagues cannot be transactional because, I mean, you spend mm. more than eight hours with each other every single day, right? Oh, yeah, um, for sure. They're an extension of your family. And I yeah. don't have, trans- yeah, I really don't like transactional relationships. Mm-hmm. Every single, um, every single one of my colleagues that I've worked with, uh, I still talk to. Yeah. Even allies. Women I've worked together, I still talk to. Um, I still 
you know, we still check on each other. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah. Um, you know, and so forth. Um, and I think those things are important. And I Absolutely. sort of, I always like to say I kind of won the lottery. I have four incredible <laughs> women that have been in yeah. my life for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, since I graduated college, they've all sort of been in my life since then, but also, um, male mentors and male allies that I can call and say, Hey, listen, here's what's going on. I need your help mm-hmm. and so forth. Um, the day that I was laid off from PayPal, mm-hmm. right? My, <laughs> I texted my male, me- uh, my male <laughs> mentors. I yeah. texted him. I go, I got laid off. And within seconds, my phone was ringing. Oh yeah. And then he conferenced in another male <laughs> mentor. He conferenced another got everybody on. And so here I am on the phone with these two men in my life. And I'm going, mind you, I haven't even told my boyfriend. I haven't even yeah. told any family members. <laughs> and both of them are on the phone with me. They're like, okay, so what's next? <laughs> He's got a whole panel discussion. <laughs> right. And I just thought that was so interesting to me. Like, yeah. And by the way, these two men, I met in my last job. So oh, I just thought yeah. it was kind of interesting. Yeah. And that's why they're so important, right? That somebody's so invested in you, right? And your success that mm-hmm. they, on a really bad day, <laughs> they kind of go, really bad. <laughs> we're there. Yeah. What do you need? You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. And, and ever since that day, uh, they both of them call and check on me every week. Like, so what's going on? Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Exactly. And my, and here's another really very interesting thing. You know, why relationship is so mad, so matters and allies and mentors are so important. Mm-hmm. I have a male, my, my lead engineer, my lead engineer from, I want to say from a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he found out <laughs> and he literally would text me every week. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Do you need anything? Oh. Yeah, I just had lunch with him on Saturday. Awesome. And he yeah. kept in touch. And he would ask me if I needed anything. Same thing with my colleagues that I actually worked with. Mm-hmm. But think about it. If I didn't have those relationships, mm-hmm. right? Who would who would I, who would I call? Right. And the same thing, by the way, same vice versa with them. I call to check on them as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so those things are so important. It's so, so important. At the very least, I learned from them as well. So, mm-hmm. You know, I, I got, I always say you can always get a job, but I've mm-hmm. always wanted to work with, I wanted a job where I get to work with wicked smart people so I can learn from them. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's probably so, the most yeah. important thing about a job. <laughs> exactly. So then I get to take that and go pass it on somewhere else. But yeah. Yeah, but those relationships are so key. So anyway. Yeah, absolutely. They're so important. But what advice do you have for women who maybe don't have mentors to lean on in situations like that? Maybe they're introverted or very new to the career. Please get one. <laughs> Just find one. <laughs> go make friends. I always tell yeah. people go make friends. So I mean, okay, listen, I um people are busy, obviously. Yeah. Um what also makes it hard by the way, and I feel for people, man. I mean, listen, I've had my mentors and allies in place before the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. And I, if you're a recent college grad in the middle of the pandemic, and you're starting your work life, your work, mm-hmm. um, your work career, you are coming to a world where it's hybrid, right? Where yeah. you 
either work remotely from home and you oh, don't yeah. see anybody but quarterly or you are hybrid, right? Mm-hmm, and if you're mm-hmm. hybrid, at least you get to go to work three days a week. And you yeah. still see people. But it's hard, right? Because oh, so very hard. Exactly. So what I always tell aspiring product managers uh, and my mentees is go make friends. Go, first of all, I always tell them their manager, colleagues, mm-hmm. they should go meet those people. Mm-hmm. They should set up one-on-ones and go meet those people when Absolutely. they start job and go say yeah. hi. Um, and also those people, they should set up, try to set up a recurring, um, recurring meetings with them, one-on-ones with them. And if it's only monthly, because they have a say in that person's promotion mm-hmm. at the end of the year. And if they understand your professional and your personal ambitions, they can help you. Absolutely. They'll be and in your for court. you. Exactly. And for you, that person, well, that 30 minutes, once a month, you mm-hmm. actually want it because everybody's <laughs> leadership style is different. Your yeah. manager's leadership style is different. He or she may have five other colleagues. I guarantee you their leadership styles may be different, but you'll learn from them and it will make you a well-rounded in person and individual and leader in the future. So it doesn't hurt to go do that. Mm-hmm. And so they, if they leave the organization one day, guess what? They, no matter what company they go to, if you decide to apply there, you know somebody that works there. They yeah, know you, right? Yeah, exactly. make a vouch for you. Exactly. And the other thing is, I don't even just stick in my own department. Outside of my own department, I start to look at people that I, like my engineering lead, for instance. I have a one-on-one mm-hmm. with. My design leader for my org, I have a one-on-one with, right? Because mm-hmm. you work with such a diverse amount of people, right? exactly. the cross-functional team members. Exactly, because I'm gonna learn from them. My co- the content designer who puts content for our wireframes, mm-hmm. their engineer, their lead, I have one on ones with, and I learn things. I learn things like they feel like product doesn't include them in things. Well, how do I change right. that? Mm-hmm. How do I change that and bring it to the table? Right? Those are the kinds of things that I wouldn't know if I didn't have one on ones with them. Yeah. So I always tell people, go make friends. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. Get some connections. Yeah. Exactly. Learn things, right? Mm-hmm. Even in this remote world that we're in, you can still do those things. <laughs> yes, do for sure. Virtual. Right. And then when you come yeah. to the office, go meet for coffee. But yeah. Go go make friends. So. Yeah. Great advice. Yeah. Okay. So do you have any last minute advice to those struggling in their careers, whether in product management or really any career? Don't give up. Please don't give up. <laughs> Don't give up. Um, you can rest, you can pause, mm-hmm. but don't give up because there are people who literally sacrificed a lot to yeah. pave the way for you to be where you are today. And you cannot give up. You have to persevere because you need to help to shape the next generation that's coming after you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to get ready for that generation, to help shape that generation you can't give up. Yeah. And I personally, like I said, would like to see women shatter that glass ceiling in my lifetime. Yeah, and if it doesn't happen in my lifetime, then the next generation, it will happen. But if mm-hmm. it doesn't happen in their lifetime, all I know is there's a huge ass dent in that ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually it will crack open. But yeah, for, for sure. it to crack open, you can't give up. You got to persevere. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 
Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time with me today, answering my questions about perseverance. You know, it's an essential topic for many of the people listening today who may be going through hard times in their career, even their personal life, really. So thanks so much. And I look forward to the next podcast. So do I, my friend. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me today. My pleasure. Thanks again, Ronki. Bye.